if you're in a relationship with God, then you're in an abusive relationship. Welcome back to Dwight Explains the Bible. And on this episode, we're going to look at the relationship that people have with their God. If you're in a relationship with God, you would be able to tell me things that other people wouldn't know. Some secret inside information about God that somebody else wouldn't know just by, you know, reading the Bible or going to church. So if you're in a relationship with God, then tell me one thing about him that nobody else knows. Who's his favorite superhero? What's his favorite movie? What's his favorite color? When's the last time he's made you laugh? What did he get you for your last birthday or Christmas? Has he ever fart in front of you? Does he pee with the door open? Do you pee with the door open if he's there? What's his favorite food? If you can answer any of these questions or any questions similar to this, stop what you're doing and email me right now at joeg at atheist.com and let me know. Now let's take a look at the actual relationship itself. Does God influence you or tell you who you should be hanging out with, the type of people you should be hanging out with, the type of music you should be listening to or you shouldn't be listening to, which movies you should see, which TV shows you should watch? Would God get jealous if you started talking to other gods? Or reading about other gods? Does God insult you or put you down or compare you unfavorably to others? Would he say things like, you're a sinner and you're unworthy? You couldn't possibly compare to his glory. Did God create you and create your mind and then blame you for how he designed your mind? Does he say it's your fault because of the way he designed things? Does he come up with excuses to make everything your fault? Does he make threats against you or your loved ones, possibly cursing your family for generations for something that you or your parents may have done? Has he threatened you with pain and suffering or eternal torture if you don't do what he says. Are you scared of him? Do you fear the Lord your God? Does he also require that you love him? All of these are classic signs of an abusive relationship. If you're in an abusive relationship, you need to get help. There is help out there. Oh, it's not that bad. He's not really that abusive. So let's look at some of the stuff he's done, right? So he tells Abraham to kill his son. So now both Abraham and his son have been traumatized for the rest of their lives. That's abuse. God flooded the entire earth. So the, the survivors, Noah and his family, are now spending the rest of their lives scared to death that if they ever fall out of favor of their God, that they're going to die. In the book of Samuel, it says, kill them all, the men, the women, the children, the infants, and suckling." kill everyone. So the people who actually carried out the killings of all these people, including babies, 
He had his people kill babies. Imagine for a second that your God is telling you to kill a baby and then you do it. How traumatized do you have to be after something like that? Numbers 31, God orders his people to kill the Midianites. Again, killing little babies. Imagine being the guy killing that little baby. Like, imagine that. Right now, you see a baby in front of you, and God's telling you that you have to kill this little baby. And if you question God, he'll kill you too. The Bible is filled with trauma. So he just killed, out, killed all the Midianites, and now he says to save the virgin daughters for yourselves. So now you have all these little girls, these little virgin daughters, who have just seen everyone they know and love be completely wiped out. They don't know what's gonna happen to them. Are you gonna kill them? Are you gonna, like, they, they have no idea. Traumatized, just completely traumatized by God's people. Lot and his daughters. When the village people uh, ordered Lot to send out the messengers, he says, no, take my daughters instead. They're virgins. You can do whatever you want to them. Think of the trauma the girls are going through. Their dad is just going to throw them out to the wolves? Jesus Christ, man. The humanity. And then look at Judges 19. The Levite throws his concubine out to the angry villagers to save himself. They raped her all night long, and she ended up dying from it. So what does the Levite do? He chops her up into 12 pieces and mails her to the 12 tribes of Israel so they know what this evil town has done. Imagine being one of the daughters in the Israelite towns. Imagine living knowing that at any moment that your loving parents will just throw you out like a useless piece of trash to save their own skin. Jesus says it is better to pluck out your own eye than to go to hell. Those are the options? To either pluck out your own eyeball or go to hell, which is the loving God's torture place where he sends his own creation for eternity. These are the decisions that God is making his people come up with or decide upon. It's like a, uh, an episode of the Saw movies. Well, I better mutilate my own body to save me from being tortured for eternity. People in abusive relationships never talk about the abuse. They only talk about the good stuff. Oh, look, he got me flowers. He loves me. He loves me. They never talk about the abusive side. And when somebody else talks about the abusive side, they get very defensive about it. Oh, you don't want to upset him. No, 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 don't do that. Listen to me. If you're in a relationship with an abusive person, you don't deserve that. You deserve better. I don't care what he's told you. You're not a worthless piece of shit. You don't deserve to be tortured forever. You deserve to be happy. You deserve to be loved for who you are. You should work on being a better human being. You shouldn't be working on being a better servant to your God. Look throughout history and from the beginning of the Israelite times, 
there's been nothing but bloodshed in the name of the God. That's abuse. You don't deserve that. You deserve somebody who cares for you and nurtures you and doesn't threaten you and beat you and treat you like a worthless piece of crap. You're such a horrible person that God had to send himself to die for himself. Look what you made him do. Look what you made him do. But he loves you. Just accept it so you don't go to hell and get tortured forever. Let him love you! If God loved you, if God loved all of us, then we should all be going to heaven as a default unless we mess up. Now, if we did something to piss God off, then okay, sending us to hell sounds like a, an appropriate punishment. But to design us to be going to hell unless we accept his offering is toxic theology. When I was growing up, if I did something wrong, I would get spanked. But I wouldn't be scheduled every Saturday to get spanked unless I behaved and did something good. The punishment only happened if I did something wrong. I wasn't designed or planned to get beat. I wasn't under the, the mindset when I go out, okay, well, I'm going to get beat tomorrow at like 1 p.m. I just know I'm going to get beat. No, it's a happy, nurturing environment and problems are dealt with when they arise. Until then, you get a happy life. If you lust for another woman, if you have bad thoughts about another person and you don't repent of your sin, you're going to be punished for eternity? What the ever-living hell? If you did something little as a child, what would your dad do? He'd like nudge you on the shoulder and say, hey, stop that, right? Or would he just start beating you mercilessly? Teaching children about the God of the Bible is child abuse. Christians are pedophiles and Christianity is a terrorist organization. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk.